It is so good to see you here this morning. We're starting a brand new series on the goodness of God. And, and I don't know where I'm going to go this morning. I don't know where I'm going to stop this morning. Um, I know. I, who's looking at your watch? Quit looking at your watches. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, <laughs> goodness of God. Uh, Psalms 100 verse 5 says this. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And his faithfulness continues to each generation. Amen. Now, these, there are two great pillars of our faith. And these two pillars of our faith are this. God is good and God is great. Those are the two great pillars of our faith and I'm so glad that that these two pillars will never change. God is good and God is great. Now, for the next few weeks, I want us to focus on the goodness of God. Now, if I say to you, God is good, your reply is what? All the time. I mean, God is good, and all the time, but is God really good all the time? Is that really true? Or is it just a catchy saying? that we've got called up to saying in church because it just goes so good. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. But is that really true? Is God really, really good all the time? What about when your life sucks? Is God still good? What about when you're hurting Is God still good? What about when you go to a doctor and get a bad report? Is is God still good? What about when tragedy hits your home? Is God still good? Is God still good when you're going through conflict? Is God still good when you can't pay your bills? Is God God still good when you're all stressed out and you're depressed? Is God really good all the time? In Psalms chapter 23, verse 6, the Bible says this. As soon as I get to it. In Psalms 23, 6, the Bible says, Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. Surely your goodness and your unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life and I will dwell 
in the house of the Lord forever. Is God really good all the time? Well, the Bible said, surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. Over in the book of Psalms, chapter 119, the writer David says these words in verse 68 of Psalms 119. He said, you are good and do only good. Teach me your decrees. David said in the book of Psalms, he said, God, you are good and what? Do only good. So is good is God really good all the time? The answer is yes. God is good all the time. Now, life can be difficult. Amen? You've been there? You've done that? But it can even be more difficult when we forget to focus on the goodness of God. Remember what the Bible said in James chapter 1, verse 17? Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father who created all the lights in heaven. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Let me read that to you again. Whatever, what? Whatever, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father who created all lights in the heaven. He what? He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. I'm going to tell you, when life is rough, we need this assurance. Amen? We need this assurance when life gets rough. But here's the question I want to pose to you, and I am going to be as brief and as quick as I can this morning. It's The question is this. What happens when we forget to focus on the goodness of God? God is good, and God is good all the time. But what happens when we as God's children, forget to focus on that goodness of God. And I want us to look for just a few minutes at, at four negatives that, 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 that happens to us or, or comes about in our lives when we forget to focus on the goodness of God. Now, next week, I'm going to look at nine. Uh, we're going to start next week by looking at the nine will, I wills of God concerning his goodness. But right now, I want, you to, I want to focus for just a few minutes on four negatives when we forget to focus on the goodness of God. Number one, when you forget to focus on the goodness of God, you start taking credit for what God has done. Okay? Now, here's the thing. 
In Luke chapter 12, there's a story, and I want to turn there real quick and read to you. In Luke chapter 12, in verses 16 through 21, the Bible says this. Then he told them a story. A rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops. He said to himself, what should I do? I don't have room for all my crops. Then he said, I know I'll tear down my barns and build bigger barns. Then I'll have room enough to store all my wheat and other goods. And I'll sit back and say to myself, my friend, you have enough stored away for years to come. Now take it easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool. You will die this very night, then you will get everything that you work for. Remember, every good and perfect gift comes from God. Over in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4, the last part of verse, uh, uh, verse 7, Paul said this. Hang on a minute. I don't want in chapter 8. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse, it's there, I promise you. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, starting in in verse 7, he says, what do you have that God hasn't given you? I asked you that question. What do you have that God hasn't given you? And if everything you have is from God, why boast as if it were not a gift? And then over in chapter 15, verse 10, Paul says this to us. But whatever I am now, it is all because God poured out his special favor on me and not without results for I've worked harder than any of the other apostles. Yet it was not I, but God who was working through me by his grace. John 1, 16 says, from the abundance we have all received one gracious blessing after another. Let me ask you a question. What is the greatest sin that you could commit? Is it adultery? Is it murder? I would suggest to you that the greatest sin as Christians that we could commit is pride and ingratitude. When you stop being grateful for all the blessings of God, you begin to walk down the road of destruction. And when we forget the goodness of God and we start taking for what God has done, you know what that's called? That's called pride. And when that happens in our life, the Bible said in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 8, pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. In Acts chapter 12, I'm not going to take turn, time to turn and read there, but the story of this king who, who, who the people looked at him and they said, man, man, you're a God, and he just accepted his praise. And God killed him because God was not going to share his glory. Here's the thing. Pride is the excessive belief in one's abilities, and that interferes with our reason, our recognition of the grace of God. So what happens when we forget to focus on God's goodness? We start taking credit for things that God has done. The second negative when we, stop, when, we stop for, when we forget the goodness of God is we stop asking God for help. In Luke chapter 9, Jesus said this in Luke chapter 9, in verses 9 through 13. Luke chapter 11, verses 9 through 13. 
I don't know who marked my Bible, but. But he says here in these verses, he says, so I tell you, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you for everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks find and to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a a scorpion? Of course not. So if your sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those or good gifts to those who ask him? In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, it says that we are to come boldly into the throne room of God when we have a need, when we have a hurt, when we have a pain, when we have a struggle, and we're to present our needs, our hurts, our pains, our struggles to God. And he said that when we do this, God will give us grace and God will give us the help that we need to get through the trials, the troubles, the problems, the difficulties that we're facing in our life. Here's the thing. When we stop Forgetting the goodness of God. When we forget the goodness of God, we start asking God for help. And when we stop asking God for help, we're in trouble because God wants to help us. The Bible's full of asking it shall be given, seeking you'll find, knocking it'll be open. You have not because you ask not. And when you forget the goodness of God, your prayers become just mere words. And this is a tragedy because James 5.16 says, The prayers of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Now, here's the big issue here. When we stop asking God for help, we aren't opening up the opportunity for God to help us. Remember, God said you don't have because why? You don't ask. And here's the key. It's through God meeting our needs that we learn to trust him. You know, the way I learn to trust God is by God meeting my needs. And when and the thing is, when I stop, asking God to help me, then I'm not giving God an opportunity to meet my needs. And this leads to, this leads to me not being able to trust God because I'm not learning to trust God. And this leads us to, to the third thing that happens when we forget to focus on the goodness of God. We stop trusting God in difficult times. So when we forget the goodness of God, we start, first of all, we, we start taking credit for what God has done. And then, then we stop asking God for help. We figure, out, well, I can fix this myself. I can do this myself. I can work this out myself. But I want to tell you, there's some things you can't do yourself. Amen. And so when that happens, then we stop trusting God in difficult times. Now, we try to fix things on our own. And I'm going to tell you some things you can't fix. There's just some things that you can't fix. But I want to tell you, God can. And when we haven't learned to trust in God and we're trying to fix everything on our own and then we run into something that we can't fix, we're in deep trouble because now I don't trust God because I forgot the goodness of God and I'm in a situation where there's something going on in my life and I can't fix this. So so where am I at now? What's happened to me now? What do I do now? I'm going to tell you what I do. I get depressed. I get angry. I start worrying about everything. So when times get bad, 
We don't know how to trust God, and that's when depression and helplessness sets in in our lives. In Romans chapter 5, the Bible says this in verses 3 through 5. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and, and, and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance and endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation and this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us because he's given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. But see, if we, if we have taken the goodness of God out of the equation, if we have forgot how good God is, then, then we're not growing through our trials. We're not growing through our troubles. What are we doing through our trials and troubles? We're complaining. We're getting bitter. We're getting angry. We're, we're, getting, we're getting a feeling of helplessness and depression. We start worrying about everything. Why, Pastor? Because we forgot about the goodness of God. That's when depression and helplessness sets in in our lives. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, We know that all things, how many things? All things work to the good of those that love the Lord. But this verse to us, if we have, if we've quit trusting God in our difficult times, this verse for us becomes just another verse in the Bible. And if we're more, if we were more aware of just how good God really is, then God would always be our first resource. God would always be the first one that we turn to. But see, we forgot the goodness of God. And so, and so now, we're, we're taking, if God does, if something good happens in our life, we're, man, man I, man, I just run into a lot of money. Man, I worked hard. I, I, I deserve this. We're taking credit for, I'm going to tell you, every good and every perfect gift comes from God. And if something good has happened to you in your life, it's God. Because good things come from God. God is good. And all good things come from God. But okay, now, now we're taking credit for what God's done. We're forgetting the goodness of God. And we're not asking God for help anymore because, man, I got this. I got this. And then all hell breaks out in our life and we ain't got it no more. But see, we quit trusting God in difficult times, so now, now we're, we're, left, we're left rowing the boat all by ourselves. Because we've done, we've done a long time ago forgot the goodness of God and we've taken God out of the equation in our life. So, so now, if you can't fix it, it ain't going to get fixed. Amen? Because we're not asking God, we're not trusting God, we're not knocking, we're not seeking, because we forgot the goodness of God. There's one more negative that I, want to, that I want us to look at that happens when we forget the goodness of God and the worship team can come on up. And that is we become, when you forget about the goodness of God, you become pessimistic about your future. Amen. In Psalms 27, David wrote these words in Psalms 27, verses 10 through 14. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. 
Teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path, for my enemies are waiting for me. Do not let me fall into their hands, for they accuse me of things I've never done. With every breath they threaten me with violence. Yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous, yet wait patiently for the Lord. Listen, listen to me, people. When we forget the goodness of God, we lose hope. Because hope is based on the goodness of God. And the only reason you have real hope is the goodness of God. And if God isn't good, then there's no hope. But the thing is, God is good. And God is good all the time. God's good when your life sucks. of God.